a very important day today in the political calendar. As we know, the results of by-elections in the four constituencies around the country are being counted as we speak. They are all to fill vacancies following the departure of TDs who became MEPs in the European elections last May. And one of the stories of today, I suppose, the very top story is the very low turnout well, with me in studio is John Downing, political correspondent with the Irish Independent, who will shortly take me through uh, the key stories in all of the constituencies. But first, we're going to get a flavour of what's happening on the ground in the count centres. And first, we're going to Dublin, Fingal, and our reporter there is Maggie Doyle. Uh, Maggie, when is the first tally expected there in Dublin, Fingal? Uh, well, Marion, uh, you join me here from the National Showground uh, just near to Dublin Airport in Swords. Yeah. And actually at around 10.15, around 25% of the boxes were opened and we did have a first tally. I can tell you, the Green Party doing well. Joe O'Brien is the candidate for the Greens. The trend showing him currently with around 30%. Now, following him and sort of a bit neck and neck, really, Labour's Duncan Smith is on 15% and Fianna Fáil's Lorraine Clifford Lee, 14%. Following them, uh, we come down to James Riley, the former uh, Minister for Health, of course, yeah. the Fianna Gael candidate. He's on around 12%. So uh, very early days, obviously, Marion, as you know, uh, only around a quarter of the boxes open here. They're about to start counting again now with the next lot of boxes being brought in here. So we should be expecting the next tally, I suppose, in the next hour or two. Okay, listen, thank you very, very much indeed for that. And next we go to Cian McCormack, who's in Cork North Central. What's the story there, Cian? Well, lots of tallying going on here at Nemo Rangers GA Club. It's a cross-party tally. The estimated turnout here is about 30%, and now that compares to about 63% in the 2016 general election. But at this point in time, 125 boxes have been tallied out of 141 here in Cork North Centre. That's about 87% tallied. Um, uh, I'll give you a percentage breakdown alphabetically, if that's OK. Fine Gael Centre, Colin Burke at 20%. Independent Mark Condon, 1%. Worker Parties, James Cockland, 1.17%. Sinn Féin's Thomas Gould, 19.43%. The Social Democrat, Sinead Halpin, 2.5%. Independent Charlie Keady, 027 uh, Independent Thomas Kylie, 0.9%. Labour's John Marr, 10.36%. Uh, the Green Party's Oliver Moore, 7 uh, Fianna Falls, Park Sullivan, 28.7%. Solidarity, People Before Profits, Fiona Ryan at 4.26%. And Aintu's uh, Finian Toomey, 3.89%. What's important here really is that Cork North Central is seen as a bellwether constituency. So it could give a good indication of the way the political wind is blowing. And that, of course, is important in terms of uh, the general election and the conventional uh, political view before any votes were cast here was that uh, this was Fianna Fáil's seat to lose because Billy Kelleher, who has left for Europe, yeah. he polled 4,000 over the 10,000 quota in the 2016 general election. So um, I think, you know, the political brains will be looking too at the performance of Thomas Gould for Sinn Féin, John Marr from Labour and Oliver Moran uh, from the Greens and comparing that to maybe recent polls and also the local elections nationally because Thomas Gould, when you look at the percentage he's got in around 20%. Uh, that's double the local election, uh, 9.5% that Sinn Féin got 
in the local elections back right. in 2019. Right, OK. Listen, thank you very much indeed for that. And now we're going to Wexford and Neave Nolan. Hi, Good Niamh. morning, Marion, from the Count Centre here in Wexford. Now, will you tell me what's been happening there? Yes, Marion. Well, at this stage, they have over 80% of the 191 boxes open, but no tally as yet. But it is looking at this time like Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael will take the seat here, with Fianna Fáil's Malcolm Byrne doing very well in the north of the county and Verona Murphy in the south of the county also um, polling well. I'm told with over 50% of the boxes open that Malcolm Byrne was leading and certainly there's a big Fianna Fáil presence here today and they do seem very confident although um, Labour's Brendan Howlin is also here and telling us that George Lawler their party councillor will do very well in Wexford and the boxes from Wexford Town have not yet been opened. Okay, well, thank you indeed for that. And lastly, we go to Emma Kelly. Marion, yes, I'm here in Dublin Midwest and we have a completed tally here, a completed cross-party tally. Um, and that tally shows Sinn Féin's uh, Mark Ward doing extremely well uh, in this tally. He's at 23.9%. Uh, second is Fine Gael's Emer Higgins. Now remember, this is the government defending this seat uh, because it's Frances Fitzgerald's old seat. She's on 18.7%. And in third place, uh, independent Paul Gogarty. That's the former Green TD. He's on 12.7%. And finally, fourth place, Shane Moynihan of Fianna Fáil on 11.8%. So these are the top four, uh, the contenders. Uh, there was a frenzy and it was really hectic out here while this tally was going on, while uh, the boxes were being sorted. Now there's a lull and people are taking a breather and they're all standing around going, where are the transfers going to go? And nobody's calling it. Uh, Labour Party sources are saying they wouldn't discount Paul Gogarty. They're pointing out to Green Party, uh, uh, Peter Kavanagh and Joanna Tuffy of Labour, their transfers. Paul Gogarty himself told me that his money would be on Sinn Féin's Mark Ward or on Emer Higgins. He says Fianna Fáil transfers seem to be going to Emer Higgins. Uh, Fianna Fáil is not discounting their candidate Shane Moynihan. Uh, so, uh, and, but some people are saying that Mark Ward, although he's done really, really well in first preferences, uh, he may not be, he will not be as transfer friendly as other candidates. So really it is all to play for here, Marion. Right. OK, thank you very much indeed for that. Well, John, from those uh, preliminary uh, tallies and some of them with more boxes open than others, etc., etc., what do you think? Well, it's predictable enough. I mean, of course, the the, the thing that leaps out at everyone is two out of three people, it would appear, just haven't bothered. They're not engaged by this. Uh, In some cases, not being bothered is a vote in itself. Just um, not voting is a a queer class of a vote in in a funny way. Um, They seem to be relatively predictable in in a sense, except Sinn Féin will take a a lot of strength from a good showing in in Cork uh, and... Particularly in Dublin Midwest, um, but was that anticipated? No, I don't think so. In yeah. fairness, you know, I I think uh, the conventional view and the received wisdom at Leinster House, we we kind of we meet we don't go to school too often, but we meet the scholars coming home. Right. We meet the people coming back from from the canvas. Yeah, and uh, there was a, there is a feeling reflected in in the local and European elections and in a slew of opinion polls 
that Sinn Féin were a bit becalmed, if, if uh, stalled, if not in yeah. retreat. Um, but so I, I think they will certainly be talking this up whatever way it breaks. Yeah, I uh, gather that Owen O'Brien has done terrifically well out there himself. Yeah, and he is, he is a, a very high quality TD, very policy driven, very, very hard working, intelligent guy. And um, interesting that uh, I, I, I know also uh, Mark Ward had a very good vote in the local elections uh, against the trend. So uh, it, it will be interesting to see whether or not he can actually win a seat. Uh, uh, my intuition was telling me that Paul Gogarty, late of the Green Party, um, these days independent, yeah. w- was managing very well. He seems, he would on the basis of that tally, seem to be a bit a bit low to try to uh, take the seat, but we shall see. Um, yeah, well, it all comes down to the transfers anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It? Well, much will be revealed by, by lunchtime. They are, in most of these counts, will go pretty quickly because they have the personnel yeah. to... Uh, and the turnout was so low. Yes. There just and aren't it, that many ab- to be Absolutely, counted. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Wexford? Uh, Wexford is, is very interesting. Um I think I, I will be astonished if um, Malcolm uh, Byrne does not win this, but he, he's doing very well. Obviously, in the, the Wexford, like like a lot of the bigger counties, is two counties, north and south. He's based in Gorey, big population. Yeah. Um, I think, and and uh, Neil Nolan said there, uh, your reporter in Wexford said, well. He's doing well in the north, Verona Murphy in the south, but she is based around Wexford Town. Uh, no big surprise there. Uh, it's the big talking point. People will be looking at uh, Verona Murphy's vote, trying to read, is there are there votes in being uh, contentious and uh, querulous about migrants and, and so on? Can we? Can we read that, you know? I'd say that we'll be talking about these tea leaves for a very long will, time, yeah. you know. Well, two things arise from that. After the 2016 general election, there was a, one of the things that came through in, in voter research was that a, a guesstimate that maybe up to 20% of voters, one in five voters, might go that way. If you, if you say nasty things about, about marginal groups, maybe you'll get yeah. a vote. Yeah. But uh, well, we saw Peter Casey and Peter Casey. That's the yeah. second one in October 2018 in the presidentials. He said some contentious things which were widely condemned about travellers. He got 23 percent, almost one in four. So we'll, we will be looking at, at Wexford. There are a lot of factors. I mean, a lot a lot of people will tell you that this is a a chatterati issue. People in yeah. media, media and engaged in politics will talk about it, whereas the ordinary person who takes in their politics in the distance will, you know, reflect. Be dismissive uh, yeah, of it. or won't be particularly worried about it one way or the other. Uh, Verona Murphy, uh, I mean, she certainly gained uh, notoriety and name recognition on and the that back name of being in the war. Is yeah. very important. It is, yeah. yeah. It's huge, in particularly in an election like this, this day of the year. I mean, it's uh, November is a month of Mondays, really. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a difficult time of year, and people are kind of half looking at Christmas, half looking around, trying to spare up a few bob, trying to get on with it. It was a shockingly wet month as yeah. well. 
Yeah. The amount of rain that fell and people were, you know. And dark. It, yeah. Yeah. And people yeah. don't particularly want to, don't have the time or the space in their heads to engage in politics. Right. Um, let me go back briefly to that um, Midwest one because that was Francis Fitzgerald. Yes. Uh, Finnegale's seat. Now, if um, Sinn Féin take that, what will that do to the numbers in the Dáil? Well, it, it's a net loss. Uh, the the numbers at the moment are very are very tenuous. They they have been from the start. Yeah. And they're Fine Gael are are heavily dependent on two things. They're heavily dependent on Fianna Fáil. Uh, they're they're down at. Forty-eight, I make it today, but uh, they're heavily dependent on Fiona Foyle abstaining all the time. That's the basis of the confidence and yeah. supply, and they're heavily dependent on uh, independents either also taking a walk or voting for them. A lot of the independents um, are usually usually do it. It's still doable. I mean, we're, we are ideally in the end of this, we're talking about an election next year after Easter. And yeah. I am still inclined to think that's what will happen. But accidents. And, accidents do. Yeah, accidents do happen. Yeah. So you're down to some, if somebody gets a belt of a car, if somebody goes on the drink, if somebody takes the hump, you know, the, the things things happen in right. politics. Um, but uh, I we we're talking about uh, a motion of no confidence in the housing minister next Tuesday. So th- th- this new quartet, their first thing will be to decide whether or not they want to go back on the election trail again. I wonder. I wonder what's the answer to that one. You know? Well, I but, mean, uh, it, what, when when would that make it? Uh, oh, something we, we, like we, Christmas we, Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve, like, like hell. You know, <laughs> I mean, nobody is that stupid. We'd be talking about January, but I think since there was a very real prospect of a general election early this month, and when that didn't happen, I think you you mentioned the dark and people trying to canvas and the whole lot. Uh, people like to be asked for their vote, and the the window of canvassing really is between half five and seven, eight o'clock at night. So you'll be talking about people wanting to wait until the hour goes back at the end of March so they get that window so everybody engaged with politics. And I think a reminder to everybody engaged in politics, these four by-elections will remind them how god-awful it is to be trying to do electoral politics this day of the year. It is no time. Right. be knocking on doors saying, please vote for me. Yeah, and then people with small kids and they've yeah. had kids in crash or wherever and yeah, they yeah. get home late yeah. and you're making the dinner and you want to get the kids to bed. The last thing you want to do Absolutely, is answer the door. Absolutely, yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody standing there with a leaflet and a a silly grin on his or her face and vote for me. You know, it doesn't work. It's a hard, it's a very hard sell. It is very tough. Now, we've gone through to uh, that reference to Cork being, excuse me, bell, a bellwether, you know, an indicator. I always think of Cork as... Jack Lynch, really. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we uh, people of a certain age will remember two by elections forty years ago, oh. which hastened his uh, hurry out the door basically um, at the end of it because he lost two by elections. This was on the back of nineteen seventy seven when he had a you know an epic landslide win 
and things just began to go wrong. I think it was, it was a big time when we saw the change in our politics and we saw a, a big element of volatility creeping into voter attitudes that the, the older party loyalties were breaking down. Cork North Central is very interesting. It's both rural and urban. Uh, it's um, uh, the, the, the uh, outgoing TD, Billy Kelleher, off, off a farm in the north, uh, in the, the, the further end, uh, out of the city. Um, traditionally, Fianna Fáil, this constituency has been in, in existence since 1982. Fianna Fáil always did well there. And Billy Kelleher always had a huge vote there. And it is, Kian McCormack, your reporter there, says that, you know, it is Fianna Foyles to lose. It is. There will be a mass tragedy if uh, um, uh, their, their candidate, uh, Mr O'Sullivan, doesn't come home. I think he will. Uh, but again, they'll be, they'll be looking uh, a very, a good Sinn Féin vote. Not surprising, again, Thomas Gould is a very good candidate and, um, again, tallies indicating he may be around 20%. The other thing, of course, is Colin Burke, who's, who's there forever. And, um, you know, sometimes very little thought of him in Fine Gael. He's been a councillor. He's, he is currently a senator. He was an MEP. He was a stand-in when Simon Coveney came home. He's got a very, a very solid vote there indicating... So, um, yeah, a good day for him, and a, a, he will be. That will be part of uh, Finnegales trying to talk things up after this. There, it's, there's not a lot of good out there for them today. Right. Okay. And then, just lastly, we haven't touched on on Fingal. Yeah, um, I had an intuition that uh, the Greens could actually win here. Um, I, I always have to say I worked for the Greens when I they know, were in yeah. government. Yeah. I better get that out of the way because the other parties will be will be trundling in to say. Um, Trevor Sargent, the, who's now uh, gone, gone to be a Church of Ireland clergyman, he was out there canvassing again, reminding people he ha- held that seat for almost 20 years. Uh, Councillor Joe O'Brien on perhaps on thirty percent, according to the, the that. Yeah. Uh, between him and Duncan Smith of Labour, the received wisdom was, and I I think that's that that's how it will be. James Riley, perhaps his swan song in in electoral politics. Um, uh, did it surprise you that James Riley ran? Um, he was very keen to run. I think there was resistance in the party. They thought this he wasn't the horse for that course, but he was determined to do it. Uh, so, uh, difficult. I mean, politics is a pretty brutal business. He yeah. was there in 2007, uh, re-elected in 2011, lost in, in 2016, when a lot of people figured that his running mate, his Fenugoil running mate, Alan Farrell, was probably the one, or might have been the one to go out at that stage. But it, it's 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 a tough one for him. Right. Uh, um, and all the hoo-ha about uh, Lorraine Clifford Lee? Yeah, um, she... Uh, we have we have a tally saying I think they'll be disappointed if that is the tally there. Uh, uh, M O Kelly yeah. suggesting that it's probably around fourteen percent. I think uh, Fiona Foyle will be disappointed. They they thought she might do better than that, but the, these figures come with with a caveat right here and now. Yeah. 
uh, <coughs> it would be difficult for her to see her winning the seat. The big her com- her the, these tweets which date back to 2011. Her difficulty there was it, it was and is trying to get transfers from candidates with a more liberal profile, uh, other women candidates and so on. I th- I think uh, it'll be difficult. It'll be uh, very interesting to see precisely what, what she comes home with. Right, OK. Listen, we'll leave it there for the moment, John, and we'll come back uh, in the second hour because it looks like some of the tallies... Yeah, they're look. They're they're very early. They come with health with big health warnings. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. Thank you very very much, indeed. And uh, talk to you in the next hour. Okay. And we'll take a break. Podcast the Marion Finucane Show at rte.ie/slash radio. I'm dying to hear it, how things are going in the various. Uh, uh, elections and John Downing, political correspondent of the Irish Independent, is back with me in studio. Uh, what's the story, John? Well, it looks uh, it looks like uh, Wexford and Cork North Central will be Fianna Fáil gains as expected. Each in each case, uh, Co- uh, Councillor Padraig O'Sullivan in, in Cork North Central uh, showing on about uh, one, one in three of the votes cast, uh, and much the same picture from Wexford where. Uh, uh, Malcolm uh, Byrne looks looks set fair. Um, interesting there. Uh, uh, um, Verona Murphy in Wexford may have got as many as one in four votes. So that 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 will be looked at on with great interest. Yeah. Uh, Dublin North Central. Um, it's. It seems a, a very as as we noted at the very start, Councillor Mark Ward uh, doing famously there, maybe on, on as high as twenty percent. They seem to have got the vote out, particularly from the local authority areas. It is between uh, Councillor Mark Ward, Emer Higgins of Finnegale, and Paul Gogarty. How did Emer Higgins of Finnegale do? I, I, off the top of my head, something of the order of one in five again. Mm. Um, they're they're proceeding to the first count out there now, at the moment. Uh, um, Paul Gogarty, one one politician, senior politician to whom I was speaking, felt that looking at the papers, Paul Gogarty is famously tra- uh, former Green, uh, now Independent. Yeah, is famously transfer friendly. So it's between at right are now. There, are there parties that are transfer friendly yeah, and unfriendly? Yeah, it comes and goes. Uh, certainly, if you go right back to 2011, the Green Party were completely toxic. They couldn't get a transfer if it was to save their lives. Right now, the Green Party is, very, is famously yeah. transfer friendly. Those who sort of, for other reasons, opt for another candidate will say, but I'll give the Green a, a pretty prominent stroke as well. Yeah. So Paul Gogarty's getting it because he's perceived to be green, but he also has the independent tag. Suggestion there that he may very well come home, but it's 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 still kind of early days there. I'm afraid I'm a bit I'm a bit uh, shot for information, uh, update information from uh, Fingal right at the minute. Uh, I think again um, questions that that uh, the green the Green Party candidate is doing well, but. You know, it's it's early. It's early yet. Uh, the other thing of note was there's a, one box in uh, Cork North Central at the Nemo Rangers Cult Centre was returned completely empty. 
full of I have never, nothing. I have never heard the never, like. Yeah, yeah. I've never you heard You would imagine that. some... Some Angus Shore would show up and throw an old ballot into the box. You know? Wouldn't it be dreadful yeah. if you were working in the count, you know, yeah. or, you know, yeah, at in the that polling particular, yeah. You'd yeah. be on your own. Well, all some day. of them, I, I know some of the polling clerks were rather lonely yesterday for long periods of the yeah. day, you know. Yeah, because I think they like it when it's busy <laughs> of course, and there's a, yeah, bit of, yeah, yeah. a bit of crack in action. Uh, what will that, should this be the way things are going, mean for. Uh, Fianna Fáil. Well, a net gain of one uh, there. Uh, Michal Martin was we'll be was, was due, due to uh, arrive. He's on the uh, was due to arrive at Nemo Rangers uh, Count Centre in Cork uh, on the offensive. Heavily critical. Found his old kicking boots, giving Finnegan a right kicking, saying this is a judgment on you, health and housing and all of that. Um, we're saying. Uh, so you will hear, um, I, I think it, it, uh, the challenge for the Fianna Fáil leader today will be to try to sound some way gracious in his, <laughs> in his outcome. He's got two out of four. A win's a win's a win. A win's a win. And he gains impetus. If you look at last Sunday's Business Post poll, Fianna Gael were on 30%, Fianna Fáil on 24%. Now, Michal Martin has made a, a latter-day career out of out of upending opinion polls. He but certainly I, has, yeah. And he's going, but he will very definitely be saying this evening, look, this is a real ballot and there you are, you know, and right. we're, we're back in business. Uh, interesting there, I, uh, I've just been handed an update uh, tally from uh, Fingal. We were talking about it. Uh, eight out of ten boxes tallied. Joe Bryan uh, of the Green Party ahead on 22.3%, followed by Lorraine Clifford Lee on almost 19%. The Labour candidate on 15.4%. Uh, fractionally behind him, James O'Reilly, and then Dean Mulligan of Independence for Change. He was the uh, one chosen to try to follow in the footsteps of Claire Daly, whose seat this, this is... Yeah, this contest for that seat, so it could be tight enough yet for the green. It's not. It's it's uh, hard to, hard to tell that, uh, but they are very much in the hunt still in Fingal. Right. The um, if you take what happened in the presidential election, and then if you take what happened in the European elections, uh, it seemed like Sinn Fein had stalled. Yeah. Uh, how will this be interpreted today? Well, they, they will be arguing that they are back in business, particularly they did, I suppose, where if they're ever to do it, uh, Dublin Midwest uh, is is a very difficult constituency. Uh, it's a very congested place. It's on the edge of the M50, very traffic choked, lo- lots of difficulties there. So I, I think they will be saying, look, this this is the, the type of place, these are the type of people we fight for, and they appreciate that when it when it when when the chips are down. But we go back again to saying that two out of three people just weren't bothered to go and vote. It is extraordinary. Yeah. It's very disappointing. But maybe it's because it's not a general election. Ah, yeah. And Pete, there is a certain element of voter fatigue. You know, we've been at, we've been calling people to the polls. You know, right. Frequently in recent years. Yeah, well, I mean, it's nice to exercise your vote too, you well, know. Well, I would always have said so, and that was the way I was reared, so to speak. But, you know, people 
some people don't see the relevance or don't see uh, when when they say that by elections always get a kicking for the government has that proved itself yes i think so um there they had hopes of winning one of four and it seems less likely that that was Dublin Midwest. And yes, that is borne out. Right. And you, you're dismissing Verona altogether? No, I'm not. No, I mean, she's got, she has a vote. I mean, this, now, I was talking to, to my colleague Hugh O'Connell from the Irish Independent who's down there. He said the tallies are kind of, they're not, they're not the, the best or the most professional. Uh, so... They come with a health warning, but there's a suggestion that she's got one in four people to vote for her, which is quite a quite a vote. Well, then you know. you'd have to see about transfers again, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And presumably none of them are going to come from Fianna Fáil. No, I would, I would, I would think less, less likely. Uh, George Lawler of the Labour Party, former mayor of Wexford and uh, Wexford Town. Wexford has a very strong Labour tradition it does. going right back to the 1920s. The Corishes, um you know, through all those years and more recently, more recently for the past 40 years all but, Brendan Howland has been a representative for them. So they will be saying, you know, we look, we still exist and they will be pointing as well to a vote in Dublin Fingal saying, you know, uh, predictions of our demise are greatly exaggerated. But right. OK, Um now, it's it's interesting, really, when you think that that was Mick Wallace's yeah. seat, wasn't it? It is, yeah. But you know that was kind of aberrational in the sense. And similarly, in Dublin, Fingal, Claire Daly, but Claire Daly was at it a heck of a long time, yeah, trying to um, you know establish name recognition and and a brand before she finally made it over the line in 2011. Similarly, Mick Wallace, well, he 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 just kind of caught it at my mood and a tide in 2011 of the, the disenchantment. Uh, he was a very well-known figure involved in soccer in Wexford and uh, generally speaking from Wellington Bridge, uh, a big uh, business family in the building trade and the whole lot. Yeah. So he had he had a lot of name recognition starting out. Yeah. But again, you know, it's very hard to replicate all that. I know. I'm just wondering, is left being replaced by left or not? Uh, yeah, I know we don't talk too much about left, left and, and right, right, but we, we don't. should. Yeah, I think. yeah, um, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, or, well, if if the green comes home, you see that was Trevor in Fingal, for example. That was Trevor Sargent's seat for from 1992 until 2011, and you know, in a sense, it's the it's a sort of dissident vote. It's yeah, the, uh, to hell with the lottie. I'm going to vote for. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Be it, be it the left wing or or environmental or whatever, or independent or whatever. You know that's yeah. the way that one goes. The um, interesting thing is, I thought Karen Dubsky might have had a stronger show. Yeah, um, Karen Dubsky. She's is, been campaigning yeah, on green issues for, forever for more than thirty years. Yeah, I remember. I remember working in the old evening press, ringing her and uh, on on various issues. Yeah, uh, but. I suppose Karen is perceived as more of a campaigner than a politician. But, uh, you know, it, it is What's interesting. What's the difference? Uh, well, doing politics, I suppose. Uh, you know, uh, elected politics, going for office. The Green Party, for example, always, always argued, if we get an opportunity 
to, in, to go into government and uh, I- implement even some of our policies. We'll go for it. We're not a debating society. We don't howl at the moon. We don't walk the streets. Right. We, we, try, we try to get in and change things. It, though it's slaughtered. It slaughters small parties, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? it uh, I co- mean, Labour now. Yeah. Take, took a terrible ham- yes, hammering. Yes, and and when when uh, after that hammering, the the pattern for labour over the the decades in Ireland has been they kind of come back again. People forgive them, but when they when they got uh, th- that ferocious kicking in twenty sixteen, uh, the the landscape was very very dramatically changed mm-hmm. the um Sinn Féin were on the up uh various smaller left wing groups had had stolen their th- thunder uh labor will be this evening arguing mind you everybody'll be looking at the the figures and trying to you know put a case together yeah. as to you know how how it's not really as awful as it looks when you <laughs> drill down into them yeah. so um labor will be saying look we exist they do exist in pockets they have right. strengths but yeah, the jury is still out on their future. When on their do you future. think they'll, all these people whose names we have in front of us will be out campaigning again? Uh, I would think after Easter, uh, but uh, I, I think the tail end of April, early May. But, as I say, the numbers are so tight and things are so and volatile. as you say, you can have yeah. accidents. Yeah. OK, listen, John, thank you very, very much indeed for that. What time, just from your experience now... Because the turnout is so low, yeah, we should have. We should have. Well, we should have counts on the whole works by tea time. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah.